Welcome to episode 9 of 2 please. I am your host Abin. And I am your co-host Rohit. Uh, that that's one way to make a make an opening statement. On this week's episode we'll be taking a look at the man who would be king uh, Bollywood's one and only superstar uh, Shahrukh Khan. Actually I can't say one and only. He is one amongst the many superstars but probably the biggest superstar of the last 20 to 30 years Shahrukh Khan. and uh, because he's had such a successful career i mean if you look at the number of big money movies that his his career has peppered with it's really hard to cover all of it within say an hour or even an hour and a half so we've i kind of had to be a little uh, choosy and pick a certain period what we've done is we we're looking at his movies from the years 1997 to 2001 because this is in abin in my opinion the time just before and around when you know it was sharuk at the height of his powers when uh, he got the name king khan so which is why uh, we calling it the man who would be king so just like growth mentioned that period uh, was essentially the start of his his dominance in the industry for for years to come funnily enough both our favorite sharuk khan movies aren't on this list but we'll mention them to you as we get started with this podcast So I think without further ado let's take this forward let's get on with the show kehte hain agar kisi cheez ko dil se chaho to puri kainat use tumse milane ki koshish mein lag jati hai kabhi kabhi jeetne ke liye kuch haarna bhi padta hai aur haar kar jeetne wale ko bazigar kehte hain if you grew up in india at any point during the last 60 years <laughs> i would say chances are mm-hmm. you've probably heard of sharukh khan um yeah initially initially starting off as a as a theater actor then moving into television he did a he ironically funnily enough his his debut was a arundhati roy movie called when annie gives it those ones and then eventually he moved on he got cast in in forgy he was also in circus with ashutosh gawarikar at the time who's a, who's been a lifelong friend of his and eventually started to break into more of the yashraj films 93 uh, dar being uh, dar and bazigar being his breakout roles so i was doing a bit of research by which i by mean i was doing a bit of research with talking to the people who are around in 93 94 and who actually remember things because i was two maybe three and uh, so i was i spoke to my mom about this and mom said when bazigar came out that was truly when his star rose like that was when the sharukh khan mm. frenzy began she wasn't really caught by the whole king khan charm until 98 when kushrota happened and it was just this explosion that took the took the nation by storm 
I just kind of, kind of want to start with you and, and get your opinions on Shah Rukh Khan, his his movie career, and before we jump into that that core years where he he rose to stardom, what is your opinion today on him, and uh, has it changed in the last fifteen twenty years? I'm not a huge Shah Rukh Khan fan. At least I wouldn't call myself a fan. I respect the the success he's had, and clearly, acting prowess is. I mean that that aside. he's taken smart decisions he's been very uh, intelligent about his career and even if you listen to him talk you listen to his interviews what clearly comes across is it's a, he's a very articulate uh, deliberate well thought out individual so yeah on all those fronts great in terms of his acting performances i i never really kind of vibe with the charm or the energy which he had and in fact i would say post the the core period that we're talking about which is somewhere around devdas especially devdas i mean he's overacted the hell out of like <laughs> he could start a factory with all that ham he's got on screen so uh that i mean i, I remember that period me being like this guy is just overdoing it and it kind of put me off then again I, and so this was one where it for me it was a refreshing stand out from the rest of his movies because in that sense he he wasn't overdoing it it was very natural mm-hmm. and later years you have movies i remember chuck de india my name is khan again flashes of uh, overdoing it but otherwise you know he he's kind of sobered down he's he's playing more his age i haven't really watched his movies i think chennai express was the last srk movie that i properly watched into and after that i haven't really followed any other movie that he's done but i mean all said and done dick detractors apart nobody can deny that you know the kind of movie career he had is is enviable and right up there with some of the biggest successful runs in in world cinema i would say yeah i agree like the funny thing you mentioned um his hamming like i remember cuz devdas is 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 a masterclass in hamming but he was worse in the 90s i would say during in ramjani and like there are a bunch of them but he's it's atrociously bad and yeah. sajid khan uh, used to host a show I uh, forget the name oh, escapes me. Uh, I, I I remember watching that show. And, and it was like to, a coffee with Karan type, right? Like not even a coffee with. No, no. He would uh, basically break down films. So Sajid Khan, who uh, who is uh, a dickhead, but also happens to have uh, made films like Hamshakals and uh, what is what is the the remake of the Jitendra movie that he Himatwala? Yes, like he's made Himatwala. some absolute absolute stinkers. a lot of people don't know that sajid khan grew up watching fellini uh, grew up watching a lot of european cinema he's you couldn't he's tell a, from his movies yeah you couldn't he's a walking encyclopedia on film and because of because of that and also because of uh, like family influence i suppose he hosted a show uh, where every week he would break down a ham scene of the week and sharukh khan featured on that uh, on that segment of the show so often it's all on youtube if you just like go to youtube sajid khan ham scene of the week you will get like a a whole plethora of them sharukh khan in trishul sharukh khan in uh, in chahat uh, sharukh khan there are like so many of them where he's like i mean in in srk's defense that late 90s to yeah 2000 period was like everyone everybody was doing it i think before we dive into 97 to 2001 that period i'm sure there are two movies we absolutely have to talk about one because it is ddlj and the other one is if i'm not mistaken both mine and abin's favorite shahrukh khan movie 
Yeah. So which one do you uh, want to take first? Let's let's do DDLJ and let's keep like our our listener uh, base in suspense for for the next three to four minutes. Look mm, at us, two average scores. DDLJ's thoughts. Hmm. Longest running Hindi movie in, in theaters, thanks to Maratha Mandir. Maratha Mandir only, right? The, yeah, yeah. DDLJ uh, has been going on longer than my younger brother. <laughs> See, I it is a, it was a movie that at, at the time tried to balance youth sensibilities but also keep like keep alluding back to the cultural aspect of uh, like that in that the Indian soul so dear it was like yeah. oh we are we are young and we're like running through Switzerland but I won't sleep with you because we're not married yet and uh, then it's like I won't run away with, with you because I want your father's blessing so it was in it was imparting core values that the indian households held so dear back in the day while also approaching while also like adopting this this fresh outlook on on the indian youth and just it somehow worked it worked really well um i enjoy the first hour of the film maybe the first hour and 10 minutes cuz it it is it is a fun ride Uh, yeah. then it eventually when it sinks into melodrama and then and then it just gets um, um, it starts to get long winded and it just it, it goes i mean it's now it's a traditional bollywood what do you call it it's all the notes you need in a traditional bollywood uh, romcom what is a romcom is it is it a, is it a romedy or is it a, is it a romcom what would you classify it as i think more romedy and especially yeah. the second half of the movie is this yeah And, i think two uh, points uh, that you you uh, that i had in mind one again taking off from what you said i think it represented the dichotomy that indian youth had to sort of balance mm-hmm. and uh, i think it also resonated more with people because 95 was maybe or 3 4 years after like our economy opened up we were exposed to a lot more foreign influences people were traveling a lot more uh, like accessibility to funds and like doing trying new things was still new so the youth people who were growing up i think in that decade could definitely relate to you know wanting to get out have new experiences but your parents are still stuck in that in a previous era uh, yeah. and when you come back home you you have that sort of uh, i wouldn't i mean i, I don't want to there's no other way to put it sort of stifling indian uh, the stifling indian household like <laughs> of a better term mm. but uh, i think uh, it it showed that really well and it resonated with people the other thing being uh, i think they showed expat indian parents really well like like my dad was in the us so when i had visited i had met some of his uh, friends there who like their entire family stay there not just the dad mm-hmm. or not just the father mm-hmm. so whenever i met them like there's nobody more indian than indians not living in india trust me on this like i have met i i maybe i have probably had a more recent interaction with them they double down on the whole cultural yeah. aspect and i'm maybe and i'm probably not going to like this is maybe this is a blanket statement and if i and i do have certain indian friends who who did grow up in in the states i don't think i have seen anybody dress as badly as indians who grew up in the us it's like all their sense of fashion is borrowed directly from the house of padma patel and parvati patel in uh, <laughs> in the gobbet fire and it's not their fault because and because you realize what they have to play with and it's it's very very jang uh, very mm-hmm. out there kind of uh, 
kind of fa- fashion that exists for the when it comes to ethnic wear so bizarre but anyway that's a conversation for a different day uh but yeah back and to indian parents like they have gayatri mantra as their ringtone oh and, dude yeah oh my god unmissed, yeah unmissed temple visits every weekend they're volunteering and like wow so yeah i think <laughs> dlc got that also bang on like mm. and i think i agree with you the first one hour is fun once it starts like once shit starts getting real you're just like yeah cool i'm checking out i had my fun tata by the great soundtrack though the soundtrack has lasted i think is is probably the, the one that hasn't that hasn't aged uh because and and i think uh, sharukh's career generally has benefited from a ton of great music in in all of his movies i think they played a big role in people remembering those movies even today but him standing in that uh, in the rice field right he's standing in a in a rice field some field uh, yeah he's he's in the field he's in the kit and uh, yeah. in the in the leather jacket with a with a mandolin and i think that that immortalized him generally because if if he hadn't had another hit after that he would always be remembered mm-hmm. for that role and i think in large parts him and kajol are remembered for that role um, even in the number of discarded mandolins the next year people who bought it tried to learn it and then failed gave up um, yeah my god must have crashed like mandolin industry must have crashed <laughs> uh okay coming to our favorite movie which is drum roll yeah so uh, so so i mentioned i was in goa when i watched dekho 2000 on an airport my favorite sharkhan movie also takes place in goa <laughs> uh it yes. is uh, it is it is kundan shas kabhi ha kabhi na that came out in 95 no it was it was 94. a year before 94 or yeah hmm. 94 95 in, yeah yeah uh, and tells the story of a guy named Sunil who is in love with uh, a girl named Anna and th- that is basically the crux of the story there's a lot happening around he's having issues with, with his with his father he's having issues with his bandmates there's a there's a conflicting love story with uh, uh with one of his friends played by Deepak Tijori Deepak Tijori this it is probably like one of my most heartwarming watches like in, in, this should have been on the feel good episode because every time i watch kabhiya kabina it is yeah. it, it's it is a real feel in good movie in retrospect it was a bad miss yeah it was a bad miss i think we should have both put that on there i don't know why we didn't funny and, and it holds up because last year rohit and i watched this during uh, the, the first lockdown wave we had like yeah. a whole netflix party and it was such a blast there's there's a whole half the uh, the the catalog of songs are lifted from <laughs> other popular bands yeah bony and there's like bony and uh, there's other other songs i think yeah yeah there's of course inzire which you sent me yeah, uh, yeah inzire yes yeah so there's there there are quite a few uh, songs that have been lifted from jatin lalit went shopping <laughs> yeah exactly as as parampara beta parampara yes. <laughs> 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 as uh, amitabh bachchan alludes in a much later movie so yeah um kabhi ha kabhi na probably my favorite sharukh khan performance especially when he was and it's it's just so genuine it's such a it's such a heartfelt movie and it's like it is it is probably maybe spoiler alert should we put a spoiler alert for this oh you're saying uh, how it ends yeah Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. What? One minute. One minute. Yeah. Minute. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is you've been warned. So this is this is one of the rare movies where he doesn't end up with the girl. Mm. And this was before it was re- pre-written in his clause that okay, I am I am King Khan. I will always end up with the girl. He jokingly made made <laughs> this point 
in in the AIB podcast. He said, "I am king. Don't involve me with anything else. I I get the curse. I ride off into the sunset. That is my story arc." And this is one of the rare instances where he doesn't end up getting the girl, and it seems like a very normal thing. It wasn't like they they tried to push it. And usually on in Bollywood films, they try and force that narrative. There there are other like there are other films like Ikme or Ekto, which also end similarly. And it's nice. It's always nice when a film doesn't like push the two leads down your throat as oh they are meant to be yeah. together. They are meant to be together. Even though you feel bad for him, he's like you you can sense that there is like there's hope for him along the way where. he ends mm. up meeting meeting juhi chavla and like it's just yeah. like it's op- obviously an open and ended uh, ending very sweet film uh, yeah still my favorite shahrukh khan movie of all time yeah i think mine too and like by quite a margin and i think it's still my comfort hindi movie uh, yeah. anytime i i want to watch something that assuredly will make me feel happy give me i'll have a good time i always all back on kabina kabina like he like avin said it's set in goa and like everyone's nice uh, the story moves along very easily and again i don't know this is more of an outsider in perspective but to me it feels like it represents the goa culture like you know laid back and like chill mm. and jolly kind of people that at least we went counter whenever we've gone there it kind of represents that well i think and i believe the I term think, is uh, the term is susagard Oh, oh, oh. that's the term apparently it's like a laid back lifestyle susagard oh okay. way of living yeah so i think it it does represent that way of living well mm-hmm. and i think it's probably his most endearing role for me i would say it's it's tied between probably the sunny yes boss where um, it's sharukh at his most endearing and yeah. you feel for the character you root for him very strongly he he is throughout the movie in fact throughout both those movies he's a massive underdog so they you have that uh, what do you say spin on it as well you are generally the audience tends to root for the underdog so you find yourself doing that and uh, yeah so and like abin said it may not have the fairy tale ending uh, that most movies have but you don't feel too bad about it and it does end on a hopeful note so again it, it's not like the movie uh, leaves you with a, a sad feeling it kind of lifts you up right at the end and leaves you with a very nice smile on your face so mm-hmm. unfortunately it doesn't fall in are uh, years of srk getting to where he was but yeah this is still our stands to be our favorite srk movie the other srk movie set in goa diametrically opposite in in uh, tone in story in the likability of sharukh khan's character as well is uh, 2000s josh we don't yeah. want to spend too much time on it just a quick note but yeah i mean him playing maxi dias maxi dias i don't know how to pronounce it but Mm-hmm. uh in josh is is a completely different turn uh, than kabhi ha kabhi na have you watched i think josh also has that same mela wala agro energy in it everyone's like josh josh i think josh i think is west side story right that's really what the movie is it is yeah 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 so it's it's the same is two warring gangs and side story yeah and there's also yeah, yeah so yeah <laughs> 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 and i think it's directed by mansoor khan who did akeli hum akeli tum Uh, a big big director in the 90s but yeah it was a pretty bad flop had some indian criminals scream man yeah indian criminals scream no akela uh, makelo tum was a big hit but josh was a pretty bad flop oh okay yeah akela makelo tum was yeah it's also a very regressive indian uh, indian criminals scream but i think yeah, <laughs> for another episode 
we're going to talk about a few regressive films in this podcast and unfortunately they were on Shahrukh Khan's uh they were like reasons for for some of Shahrukh Khan's biggest hits um but i think it's time we like we quickly shifted over to uh, 97s i mean the start of uh when this all began so i think we'll start with yes boss yes boss oh wow wow well done yeah. so before i mean yes boss is a remake of one of my favorite movies as well as one of rohit's favorite movies uh, yes. jack lemons and billy wilder's the apartment obviously yes. uh, uh, twisted for indian sentiments so i'll let you take lead on this go my son so when i watched this growing up i didn't know that it was an apartment remake because obviously i watched apartment a lot later probably in the last 5 6 years ago but i grew i watched uh, yes boss while growing up so i grew up on it and even without that context i i really enjoyed the movie again like i mentioned another movie where the dynamic puts srk's rahul as uh, a massive underdog quick side note here i think this is the first movie in the 97 to 2001 period where he has rahul dar is the first rahul where the whole stereotype or archetype of srk began but yeah mm-hmm. so he plays rahul joshi in this movie and very briefly the the plot outline is that he has a boss who is shown to be a sort of philanderer and uh, he's going out with this model played by juhi chavla whom srk also secretly grows to like but obviously because she's involved with his boss he can't uh, say anything his boss mm-hmm. obviously played by aditya pancholi is very manipulative and generally not a very nice guy so mm-hmm. while a part of him wants to kind of rescue juhi chavla from her boss from his boss he also doesn't want to lose his job so he has to kind of balance that both eventually obviously he has to pick one side which he does and that leads to typical hindi melodramatic consequences there's like a huge fight at the end with like an aquarium a fish tank uh, breaking open water all over the floor i remember that which i mm-hmm. definitely when i watched apartment i was like this is this this and all was not there in the original where you supposed to bring it from uh, the first part of the plot that i mentioned is uh, pretty much what uh, very roughly what apartment is also about the second uh, second the last bit of the movie is all bollywood mm-hmm. but uh, yeah again great songs uh, great performances very very enjoyable uh, feel good movie as well so yeah so i just I really enjoyed Shahrukh Khan in this movie. I do I don't remember a lot of his boss. But I, again there are elements to it where it's like I remember the climax cuz him and Aditya Pancholi have this massive face off and for a very long time but Shahrukh Khan always used to end end up climaxes all bloody and he says I don't need you I don't need your your swanky office and some bullshit. I mean that but is he, the bloodiest resignation in history. Just in <laughs> your papers do it drop an email what you have to punch your boss and like bleed all over. So so here's a fun fact in 97 when it came out uh, it was the 14th highest grossing movie of the year the highest grossing movie of the year was dil to pagal hai that also starred shahrukh khan the fifth highest grossing movie of the year was pardesh the, the ninth highest grossing movie of the year was koila which also starred shahrukh khan yeah koila made more money than yes boss i feel dirty after finding that out oh you know what koila koila ruined uh, so i think we i will talk about koila for like 2 minutes because koila ruined black panther for me i want so, to know how <laughs> so okay spoilers for black panther right 
So there's that whole sequence. So Black Imagine Panther people. is sorry, sorry. Imagine people coming in to listen to the SRK episode and out of the blue, sorry, what spoilers for Black Panther? So you know, everyone is ra- like raving about Black Panther, and obviously, and rightly so. So Koyla, okay, so Koyla is directed by by Rakesh Roshan, star Shahrukh Khan, Madhuri Dixit, Amrish Puri. In this movie, um, Shahrukh Khan plays a dumb character, like he he can't speak because. as a child he's accidentally swallowed co- coals like forest gum but okay yeah he was he he swallowed coals so he lost his ability to uh, to talk like he was a hard made, made, origin story dude yeah he was made to swallow but now and because of that and uh, his parents were killed and he was made to swallow coals and amrish puri rescued him and uh, ultimately like gave him a job as as his house help or okay. something along those lines and madhuri dixit is okay. brought in as like she's duped and made to like think she's marrying shahrukh khan but in turn is being brought into uh, be amrish puri's mistress oh okay so but then shahrukh khan and uh, him and this one they fall in love and they try to run away and that ensues a manhunt for the two and uh, there's this whole sequence where they track them down in a forest like there's a weird rambo like sequence where they're setting up traps and all his uh, men are getting okay. caught in the jungle and then they catch they take madhuri dixit back and it's like it's very they put her in like a brothel to to show her that she's to punish her or something and they slice shahrukh khan's throat and push him off a cliff and then he's found by uh, a, a a few people in the woods who nurse him back to health and like and he and then they fix his vocal cords and <laughs> he gets his voice back wow so they when i was watching the woods Yeah, some like family in the woods find him and they like nurse him back to health. Like Leela Vati, Nana Vati Hospital, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the woods and get my voice back. They find him in the trees somewhere or something along those lines. So I'm watching Black Panther and they kick, and they kick T'Challa off the cliff and like they beat him and they kick him off the cliff mm-hmm. and he's found by like uh, uh, by the fam by the tribe who live up in the mountains, right? right. And I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I'm like, holy shit, this is Koyla. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody behind me goes oh fuck yeah dude and then turn back i'm like right he's like yeah what <laughs> of my most funniest movie interactions ever and so he sorry he lost yeah. his voice as a kid right yeah oh but here's the twist like the twist is no. uh hmm. uh his father finds his father is working with amrish puri in mm. in a mine and his father finds a huge like a uh, huge diamond and he says oh mm-hmm. i'm going to be rich i'm going to be rich and he tells amrish he tells amrish puri like those dekho i like now my family can mm. like i can send my children to school and all of that and uh, then they cel- his mom mother and father celebrating and then they're shot and as yeah, their amrish puri goes on temple of doom and then No, I know it's just like by a, a bunch of dacoits, and uh, oh. that's when. And this is this scene is, is the show no longer in the movie. And as uh, Shahrukh Khan, a young Shahrukh Khan, is complaining, somebody grabs him by the back and puts coals in his mouth. And but now it cuts back, and it's actually Amrish Puri who put the coals in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> no, so he's got coals in his mouth stuff as a kid. So he's lost yeah. his voice. Yeah, I don't even know how that works, but okay. Like you know the oh, song that Hoshna Khud Kai Joshna Dekhne Wala. Yeah. It's actually Johnny Lever. Johnny Lever singing, but Shahrukh Khan lip uh, lip syncing. That's how it's made. This sounds convoluted AF. 
ஒரு 
the biggest hit mm. of 1997 sorry sorry rachagala <laughs> i mean um you know what that was about <laughs> oh god yeah do it just be distract me yeah oh my god he's alone so at home sare raat jagata hai dil ya yeah, dude sure dil only let's <laughs> to reiterate these movies made money okay and like we're not here to make fun of srk i don't know why this is turning out the way it is you know what honestly i thought like this would this would like sharukh khan would listen to this and be like oh i'll interview these guys they sound smart instead we're just shitting on everything he did is, is this episode your wet dream why will sharukh khan inter- interview no, us no i mean we'll interview him sorry oh. <laughs> hmm okay i don't think this podcast is going to like dent his his image or his bank balance or his image yeah. in any way so it's fine yeah it's fine I, see what i remember the one thing i really remember dil to pagale was when they introduced the cast it like it's madhuri spins and she turns it's like little spotlights uh yeah, and, yeah. for the promo and then and then it starts off with dil to pag and sharukhan turns and he, this was the first time he he really started to make use of the whole spread his arms yeah. out nonsense uh, that was made famous by ddr right? um but and then it and then i think it was it's him madhuri and and karishma kapoor right so him and karishma kapoor on a dance studio and madhuri yeah let help me piece this careers in the movie are big i don't know what people do in that movie but then there's <laughs> he like he has like a fancy he has those, he has that smart car no that, that small car without a roof he's got yeah. a nice house with like a lawn what is he doing for money man my favorite performance in that movie is none of the three leads it's akshay kumar <laughs> ah yes <laughs> but do you remember the like the core plot of this film Okay. Yeah, if you if you explain the plot in its bare bones, it sounds insane. Okay, okay let's do it. So let me try. Yeah. Sharuk and Karishma's characters run a dance studio. Sharuk sees randomly comes across Madhuri Dixit dancing in a separate sound stage in the same studio complex. Yes. And he decides I'm going to stalk this girl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he proceeds to stalk the fuck out of her and eventually convinces her in varying fashion to uh, work with them on this vague play or whatever they have this performance nobody like there are no specifics of the performance we are working towards this hum show kar rahe hain kahan pe kaun kaun who is paying for this show show kar rahe hain so please join us and um, they start dancing Yeah so the rest of the movie is then like a love triangle with Karishma Kapoor vying for SRK's attention who is in turn besotted with his stalker victim who is in turn betrothed betrothed to Akshay Kumar so it it's like a, a human centipede of relationships <laughs> the movie <laughs> Oh my god i never thought i would <laughs> ஒரு 
and then there's yeah, like, this a is like a bollywood introducing indians to the concept of a rebound i think so yeah <laughs> like uh, but yeah the 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 movie obviously i mean jokes apart the movie obviously has its moments i i especially love the dance of envy uh, between karishma and madhuri mm-hmm. very very nice well choreographed you can kind the energy that that scene emanates you feel that energy come out of the screen mm-hmm. and uh, karishma kapoor is really good in this movie Yeah, she's really good. Probably her best performance, at least whatever, uh, what little of her I've seen. Mm-hmm. Her best performance, according to me. Uh, yeah, again, very enjoyable. A lot of great moments. Yeah, but Karishma Kapoor was so good in this movie that she ended up getting a national award for her performance in, in the deserved. film. Yeah, deserved. She carries that film for, yeah, for major parts. Yeah, actually, more concerned. And she, she is probably, for me, the bigger star of the movie than anybody else. Yeah, like it's, there, there is, it's, it's her... coming to terms with her feelings and she she is the more uh, what do you call uh, root the character you root for most for in, yeah, in this movie in this 100% movie. yeah like it's sad that she doesn't end up with uh with Shahrukh but yeah sure. <laughs> like what is madhuri dikshit's personality in this movie she wears white and she's talked that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> speaking of i mean uh, speaking of movies that like shahrukh khan's likes talking uh, do you want to talk about dar for a, for a hot minute we can i mean yeah because I mean, dar i think about sharuk and stalking and not not mention yeah yeah so because i think they would like, they kind of unf- type cast him in this role for a bit where i mean bazigar there was the whole revenge aspect uh mm-hmm. but with dar he became this crazy stalker and anjan also he also he became a crazy stalker yeah. uh, which uh, isn't dar uh, indian cape fear but yeah it yeah. is in a way in, in a way but it's more like the ending is definitely cape fear it's on a boat mm-hmm. right yeah dar i think was probably his best performance in the early 90s just before i mean kabhi kabhi na he is he's a lot more um, it's like he's lovable but dar he really gets to flex his acting chops and the thing i like about sharuk is when he gets to flex his acting uh, chops he's good he's not a bad actor yeah. by any chance like if you talk if you look at chak the india which i think his was his last great performance the the whole 70 minute speech is excellent viewing it's like mm. you you as in the theater are ready to run through a brick wall for him after he's done giving it dude i was like padding up at home and all tell me <laughs> want me to be goli i'll come to say khuda bhi wapas nahi le sakta is like it was just mm. great like he's when he can when he does it he really does it and maybe like the like the latter the current when i mean current years at the, the latest days where he he's now he's made bank he's set for the next three generations are, are are good because as much as he's a good like he's the king khan and he has a persona he's an extremely smart businessman and uh exactly yeah so who has picked up the rights to all the remakes of the 90s bollywood mm. hits for the next mm. 15 years he owns all of them or like a majority of them uh he also is invested heavily like in uh, i assume uh, in in real estate uh, in and across uh bombay he owns an ipl team that was one of the first to turn profit uh as opposed to the others he mentioned when the, when the ipl was launched he mentioned that for the next couple of years we will all lose money but um him and juhi chavla have like really created a, a one of the first few profitable ipl teams just generally seems generally seems like a smart guy and he yeah, yeah. And his approach of like if you've noticed he just tends to steer out of controversy uh 
because mm, except for that the one khade row i think that's yeah. the only major con- controversy he's been in other than yeah. and whatever the the feud with bhai yeah that is that he's I, been squeaky clean uh, but yeah i mean speaking of uh, shahrukh khan and preeti zinta both being ipl owners they were also together in a 98 film uh, which i think was shahrukh's most to talk about next yeah yeah which i think we should because uh, it was also probably his like his biggest shift in um in terms of roles or like he picked up a topic that was quite sensitive and mani ratnam at this point was handling topics on uh, insurgencies on uh, because dil se is based which what the movie we're talking about is based on the insurgency in the, yeah like in the bombay. northeast bombay uh, roja um roja yeah so like mani ratnam didn't shy away from uh picking up topics mm. that were controversial dil se is there is a love story there is a guy who is obviously very smitten by this girl but that girl is has her own uh what do you call uh, uh is all on her own what, what you know what he is doing he's talking her yeah <laughs> Well, he's hey. talking some. <laughs> Fine, Shahrukh Khan is talking someone who's on a war path to kill the president and uh, a bunch of uh, people. That is Dil Se. <laughs> that should be on the poster. Talking someone who's on the war path to kill the president. But yeah, jokes apart. He, yes, he he plays a very foolish character where like he's so in love with this person and he's just trying to convince her. And till the very end of the film, I don't think she loves him. He like all the. uh he he plays a journal a journalist or a he works for all india radio goes to, ends up going to silchar sees this girl and then that begins this whole uh, journey that he goes on he gets caught up in a bunch of he gets in a case of mistaken identity they think he's helping uh the insurgents but really not and ultimately it ends with both of them blowing them like he he hugs her and then the vest she's wearing blows up and it kills them both in the process uh, this was also presenter's debut uh, and she plays somebody from kerala which now makes sense as to why that song is in the film hence those random lyrics are not random sorry but that it's a very random, random yeah very random segment like at the time as to why it exists in the film i didn't yeah. know that arvin swami dubbed shahrukh khan's dialogues for the tamil version no and like you said uh, props to maniratnam for tackling such a subject so and it's a very nuanced take that he's uh, shown in the movie again it reminded me of heather complicated issue it's really hard to say who's right or wrong but you try and you know be as dispassionate and also for srk like you mentioned it is a departure from the kind of roles he was doing around that time which were giving him the commercial success uh, all of the commercial success and uh, i mean i have to credit him for it you need guts to kind of take that call when you're you know you're riding that wave of success you're not getting film roles or you're not what you once were it's it's a lot of people have taken roles which have kind of brought them back into consciousness but to take that risk when you know you're the next every movie you do can be the next biggest movie in bollywood mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. take a departure from this it's something like what for me the the parallel would be jim carrey deciding to do maybe a truman show or like an eternal sunshine very out of stereotype uh, for the actor but uh, i think whatever little movie I, whatever i've watched i don't remember it very well he's he's again one of those roles very it's a more sober subdued uh, approach he's taken and it's it's worked out really well for him um, that was that was dil se 
yeah finally we're a significant way into the pod and i i'm surprised i thought this would have come come up a lot earlier but this was basically the cornerstone of where things uh for things switched for shahrukh khan right this was when kuchh hota hit theaters it for two years he was untouchable it was a role that appealed to every um like to nearly every strata of society or just in terms of like every age group because college people connected with it uh mm. like married people connected with it kids connected with it there was something about that film that somehow took the concept of ddlj to the same two leads as ddlj that they, that they put together mixed in a bit of rani mukherjee who was also on the rise at the time salman khan who was already a bigger star uh and just like the he put the and karan johar was what 29 to 30 when he made that movie it isn't like it isn't a path breaking movie but it is also a very rewatchable film i i have not watched the movie in in years because yeah spent a major chunk of my childhood watching it on te- on cable television pretty much but yeah so it's even then you you can always associate like there there are lines in the film there are songs in the film there's a great altaf raja uh tribute where during the talent show just before they sing koi mil gaya uh like little <laughs> little things here and, there. and of course this again not as much as i mean i'm not going to say not as much but it's still kind of oh my uh, my wife died so now i'm going to go <laughs> marry my best friend who i ghost friend zone throughout college and yeah. oh now she's instantly attractive because she's got long hair and wears a sari so and is and is singing bhajans in a in a kids camp somewhere it's just we don't know looks like yeah. panchgani but we don't know uh, but yeah i think this movie is the rahulest rahul that ever rahuled i think as yes. is peak rahul in kuch kuch hota hai again nothing extraordinarily different about the movie it is run by numbers bollywood i think this is more a romcom i would say there is yeah. drama but it's it's more comedy than drama and the the good part is i think one thing which this movie does which ddlj does not is sustain that comedy throughout the movie there's stuff happening that keeps you entertained throughout the movie you know what is going to happen and uh, but you still enjoy the ride for the the places it takes you do we say most likable salman khan role ever i guess i mean it depends I've... on how much you like salman khan no i don't like his role like his character in the film he's the most one of the most likable characters because he is not a bad guy <laughs> he's actually yeah. a much better person <laughs> than is, this, uh... is he also aman in this he must no, be aman he... aman mehra ah oh, nice Oh, I just noticed something. Shahrukh Khan was not only the lead, one of the the lead in Kuch Kuch Hota. He was also the action director. <laughs> What? Uh, <okay. laughs> What action did he direct? I remember the basketball scene. <laughs> so clearly, now we know whom to blame. Oh, the horrendous display of ball. But uh, she's your best friend, yeah, yeah. But she's your best friend, yeah. Yeah, she's your best friend, yeah. Very quotable film. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, कुछ कुछ होता है. I don't think yeah. we want to even talk so much because we're not really going to add much to the zeitgeist, which hasn't already been said. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's sick of it at this point. Right? Like, oh, yeah. where 
I I didn't he didn't think <laughs> like he talks about it right this he was on an episode of coffee with karan and he says which movie do you, do you wish you weren't a part of and he says without thinking twice he says he says kuch hota hai and karan jo is holding the placard just staring at him and at that point kajol is like give him the hamper give him the hamper <laughs> just give him the hamper <laughs> See, for a very long time, uh, their chemistry carried a lot of the films that they were in. I think she's also in Duplicate, which is another film that came out in 1998. No, it's Dewey Chavla and... Uh, it's Dewey Chavla, I think. No, but there are two leads. Oh, he, two. Yeah. Because of two. Yeah. Is this, uh, no, it's, it's Sonali Bendre, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Dewey Chavla and, and Sonali Bendre. Duplicate is, is I was a film I was watching the other day has not aged well so there's like an evil version and then there is what do you call it? and then there's the simpleton version much like dawn but i think uh, the new dawn did it better i mean it was just the old dawn with just one twist in the end anyways so i think any anything more to add on kuch kuch hota hai I'm done. Not, I think it's one of bollywood's legacy films and i think that's what shahrukh khan has he has a lot of legacy films off the top of your head court films that uh sharukh has been uh, uh that like that have that have been like ten pole films in the last 15 to 20 years you would say kuch hota hai you'd say kabhi kushi kabhi gum you would say um uh, the uh, ddlj I, w- i don't think you would say dil to pagal i don't think its legacy has sustained over that period of time and i and that's not I'd entire we half a rang low than the rest but possibly yeah there, yeah but yeah i think kushrota uh, is kind of um was his melodramatic role but i think my favorite film from that period in time was was batsha because it yeah. he was unabashedly having a lot of fun in that movie yeah it, it is it is a bastardized remake of uh, nick of time starring johnny depp which is a movie mm-hmm. i really enjoy um but like he plays this like the spirit inspector gadgetish kind of uh detective that's looking for uh, for looking for a girl um well, it's a very it, it's like it's a fun movie it's not there's not yeah. a lot of melodrama attached to it it's just you go and it was also a massive hit uh, contributed to his his nickname or rather that's where the whole kim the king khan moniker comes from because that's what the media started to run with and he he had a massive hit in 98 he had two massive hits in 19 i mean not wouldn't say massive but they'll say was did well overseas as opposed to doing well in mm. india um kushrota was a big hit in 99 he had uh uh in 99 he had barsha he had dil to bagle in 90s in 97 so on he was consistently being uh, in the public eye for a very long time by the time he got to i'd say the 2000s he tried to get a little experimental launched his own um movie studio called dreams him and juhit chavla and i don't th- and that's what and though and they produced for me the hindustani which didn't do too well mm mm and um, he, yeah he also had one two four in the middle somewhere which was an okay film I, it had it had one one two four's outstanding characteristic was that it was i mean existence is the quintessential Uh, characteristic of one to four yeah pretty much <laughs> but uh, but a uh, quick word on badsha i think like you said fun movie 
not something you can you know you don't have to get too much into the details like just go go with the rain and i think it had better than any uh, it had, it was better than it had any right to be like yeah. uh, on script or on paper it it doesn't look like the movie makes a lot of sense but uh, somehow it works and you know it's a fun ride uh, right up to the rashar rip off ending that they have right yeah. Uh, yeah but and then i think from then he moved and at this time amitabh bachan was uh, was coming back into the public eye cuz kbc just became like he just started hosting kbc and kbc had become a national hit and he was slowly getting back into films he had a horrible nin- the 90s were really bad for for amitabh bachan he revived the 2000s were good for him he kind of revitalized his career yeah, but yeah, yeah but um, this one and it kind of began with kbc and then mobate which was a huge hit but not a very good film so uh, mm. it was mobate was aditya chopra's return to uh, directing after ddlj mm. he'd been he'd been out of the limelight for about 5 years and this was his next big project which is kind of like an indian take on dead poet society this is a school run by a very strict headmaster and then in comes this music teacher who teaches them about love and and just like about how it they important it is they are doing a good job teach the music man first <laughs> for getting to love and by the way what does the school teach so throughout the movie it is never alluded to like what grade of education does this school dole out because it so the school is called gurukul so yeah. is right off the bat if you had said gurukul second senior secondary high school or gurukul pu college or gurukul engineering college you at least know what they teach so yeah. even the three leads the sub leads that sharuk kind of uh, tries to influence into falling in love with uh, the three girls in the movie they seem to be of indeterminate age you don't know if they're 15 or 19 or 31 like we have to talk about gurukul, like yeah the leads because okay it's almost like a little quiz let's see who guesses the most so is jugal hansraj jugal hansraj jimmy shergill uday chopra shamita shetty shamita shetty kim sharma and priti uh, jangani jangani yeah <laughs> so yeah it wasn't uh, so jugal hansraj obviously child superstar yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, with with masoom uh, uday chopra's debut um shamita shetty's debut um Kim Sharma it's also her debut or maybe she had something before but Preeti Preeti Jangiani and uh, her were like freshly uh, fairly new faces hmm. what what could possibly have gone wrong cuz that's your launch pad yeah uh, and of course you let's not forget I, I don't know why Shahrukh Khan love he likes dead love interests but they're apparently around so <laughs> yeah so If you fall in love with Shahrukh Khan, start counting your days, man. Mortality. <laughs> walk, 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 watch the road twice before you cross. Yeah, Shahrukh Khan for Light Yagami's role in Death Note. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Speaking Aisha of horrible, Aisha. yeah, Aisha Rai's. Uh, she she's like again like this ghost-like figure uh, floating around on campus. Everyone in the movie is a ghost-like figure. Everyone's wearing white. It. it what are the songs? Uh, humko hami se chura lo which, which yeah. is save me from myself oh god this is really for board i'm the song sounds like some ponzi scheme <laughs> but it has that now very memorable scene of him playing the doll in in the uh, climax of the movie 
timber for like echo resonance fucking bollywood logic dude teaching music in the outdoors jackass they gave him glasses and a sweater yeah like he's, he's got like a cardigan going but i i need to watch mobafe dude I, i like i don't remember much of it yeah he also had ashoka this year or asoka asoka also money right No, Santosh no, Shivan. Santosh Shivan. Sorry, yeah, Santosh Shivan. I think Santosh Shivan had come off the back of a movie called Little Terrorist or something. That was quite mm. a big hit in the indie circle. And he got this really massive budget to make a, a biopic on Ashoka. And Shalakot is not bad in this movie. He's actually pretty good in this movie. And There's nothing superficially wrong with the movie. They, they shouldn't have brought a love story angle into it, maybe. Yeah. Kaurav uh, Kiyar. Isn't that her name? I remember. For some reason, I just remember Karina Kapoor's character's name is Kaurav Ki. I think. I'm not sure. Like, her character was not necessary. His, his, at least the story arc that is recorded in history is fascinating enough, right? You have, you have a warmongering king uh, who has a complete change of heart because of just one campaign in Kalinga and yeah. decides to... Which, again, is a very whitewashed version of history. What survives to us through his edicts and writings uh, of people in his court are obviously going to glorify him yeah what we know is the story of somebody who did a complete banati but recent research has shown you know things are not as black and white he still continued to exercise um, i wouldn't say terror but where a heavy hand handed approach was needed he never he didn't uh, hesitate from using force so while he was undoubtedly a, a Uh, what do you say somebody who spread the teachings of buddha far and wide was a proponent it's not like he overnight became a saint so it's a it's a very conflicted interesting meaty character biography which maybe a love story kind of did, did disservice to in in my opinion that's probably the only complaint i had it kind of it flopped badly because i don't know i think people were so not used to seeing him as his this as this biopic actor and for a while he didn't pick those kind of roles and not till chakte did he pick a role that wasn't next door lover boy kind of thing mm. yeah i think so you're right maybe ashoka was a bad experience for him in terms of and to do something different yeah but um, no i mean of course he had don how could i forget he had don and he had paheli which also at some point at paheli is a nice film i just don't think it was appreciated enough a nice film it's, it's probably not amazing it's a nice yeah one time watch mm. but uh, yeah i think having been scarred from his experience in ashoka i think uh, srk took refuge in what is probably the apex of our 97 to <laughs> 2001 journey yeah masala est karanjohar movie yeah obviously talking about kabhi khushi kabhi gam or k3g as we know it it came like this was a movie that was it's like it was like it was like the avengers end game of uh, parampara oh films oh my god yeah <laughs> it, it was hey, like it, it was like fan service for uh, the indian uh, 90s mentality 
oh my god always respect your family if you ever like um if you ever are in a situation picture your family's faces and names and you will get passed them through <laughs> and also yeah. the reason as to why i mean now no one is standing in theaters but also the reason as to why audiences have to stand up for the national anthem in movie theaters for those of you who don't know there is that one sequence where uh, kajol's son sings the national anthem in in school right and so there was this one guy who was in the theater watching it and he stood up and the rest of the audience is sat down like just didn't bother and he mm-hmm. went to court and said this is uh, uh this is an insult upon the nation and the supreme court agreed with him and said so that every time the national anthem is played in movie theaters the audience has to stand up or something along those lines uh, but yeah kethri ji comes out massive uh hit i mean relaunches i mean escalates amitabh bachan's uh, post kbc career shahrukh khan and hrithik roshan are put together in the same movie there's also that rivalry that's intensifying yeah uh, they're exactly right amitabh hrithik and shahrukh now show me how how this movie will flop it's impossible <laughs> that was the theatrical cut zack snedek in it is heart out <laughs> <laughs> Karan Johar did it in the in 2001. I know. Oh Jesus! Uh, 2001, an Indian Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that's pretty much what it should be called. 2001, an Indian Odyssey. What K3 G should originally be called. It's also like it was actually more like Kabi Kushi, lots of gum because it was just very it was people being sad all the time. And Kajol in her most infuriating role yet, as in like Karan Johar said, listen, take it to the max. And this is my biggest problem with the film. Not that like anything. Obviously, it's like there are slightly it it may not may not have aged definitely hasn't aged well. There are fat shaming in the movie. It's definitely yeah. hasn't aged well. <laughs> But. during the what do you uh, when when karanjur was writing the script did he not once think back and st- uh, like step back and think if i name nickname my character poo as just going to say that yeah was nobody going to like make the the you know the connection between shit and poo cuz i can't watch and the movie without thinking they're trying to make poo glamorous they're like poo and they do it shit <laughs> My favorite, so, my favorite, favorite line question, of the movie is, yeah. is is oh ooh poo bani Parvati, which is like <laughs> this is the funniest line in the entire. Like Asu bani Angare, poo bani Parvati. <laughs> no, and uh, quick aside for those who may not know, so my wife's name is Poonam, and uh, so obviously because of K3G, she has fought her entire life hard to nickname Poo. She's like anything but that. I just connected. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, for us at home it, it hits a lot closer to home here. <laughs> so so Kethiji happens massive blockbuster uh Shahrukh Khan is uh what do you call it? he's like he's once again back in back in the public consciousness because I think he had a bit of a lull in 2001 kind of just after when uh, when Firbi Dilendusani flopped Ashoka flopped and between 97 to 2000 mm-hmm. that that crest that he was on took a bit of a hit. Mm-hmm. and I, this was where he'd also signed up for devdas holy fuck and because this was again three people who were also at the top of the game right you had madhu dikshit you had ashwar rai who had come off a monster hum dil de chuke sanam you had mm-hmm. uh, shahrukh khan obviously and you had 
as I mentioned, Madhuri Dixit, and directed by Sanjayla Bansali, who was now uh, like a household name because of his success with Hamdil Day. Mm. So Devdas happens and generally is a bit of a hit. I think it was one of the last few films Bharat Shah produced before like he got caught up in some weird shit. Mm. Uh, and Shahrukh was Shahrukh tends to take the movie take this role a bit over the top I feel like if he'd he plays an alcoholic a raging alcoholic who's in love with uh, somebody he's unable to like marry and it it is not my favorite Shahrukh performance not by a long stretch yeah and the other issue at the end of the day, Devdas is, is misery porn. It's just miserable. The movie is just sad from start to finish. There is no redemption. There is no highlight. Like, what is the point of... The story is fine. It, it showcases how the class system maybe comes in the way of love. And th- from then on, it is just alcohol death. That's pretty much it. So it, it's not a fun experience. Maybe it's an essential story to tell. I I don't know. And Shah Rukh's performance doesn't really add to... doesn't make the experience better in any way. It, it's mean, over the top. It's... it's At points, he's shaking like when he's delivering dialogue. I, I don't know what he's doing. So, yeah. I, on the whole, kind of a... I don't know. In a way, for our episode, it's, a, it's ending on a bit of a whimper note. No, no. I think we can end it better. Uh, as much as Devdas is uh, around, I have a very fun story. To, like, maybe it won't take more than a couple of minutes. Yes, so yes. I'm, I'm, I moved to New York three years ago, and a large part of me growing up in uh, in Bangalore, right? Like, the allure of New York came from one particular movie, which was Kalona. Kalona. And Kalona for a very long time was my feel-good Shah Rukh Khan movie to go to. Like, I mean, before Kabhi Haan Kabhi Naan was available on multiple platforms, we own physical copies of Kalona. We own physical copies of K3G, Kushal Hotez or not. But Kalona was the one that that was most relatable because it felt like people, you you know, generally that, were, that weren't so far up their own ass. So the thing with Kalona, when, when I first moved and I had a certain set of friends who were all, we were trying to piece together places where this film is shot. Of course, so, I was going to ask you. Uh, yeah. I was like, I'm sure Abin's done this. Oh yeah, there's a picture of me in the Hoboken station holding like a piece of paper and like pretending to be, you know, that diary scene from Kalona where he's right, like, no, no, where he's like, where, he acts, where he's like just talking about his feelings for her. But there's me doing something similar. Then a friend and my a friend and I are like on uh, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridge. I am holding the railing and I'm like, ah, no, no, I don't love you. And he's pretending, and he's pretending to cry. And so we've we've done all kinds of stupid shit, right? Because it. It's a it's a very fun like film, but oh my god, Shah Rukh Khan's performance in this, like, oh. it, 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 I, mean, I don't know what was so nice. Obviously, this is like a loose remake of Anand. It's kind of what this movie is about, right? It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. For large periods of the film, that, that movie is very entertaining. Like Saif, I think, is really mm-hmm. nice in that movie. Yeah, uh, and it is. If I were to watch any, if you give, if I pick any of the three, which are the three, Kabhi Kushi Kabhi Kam and Kalono, I I will pick Kalono over out of all three. Yeah, because me too. Obviously, there's a, there's a big dollop of melodrama attached to it, but uh, possibly like the most fun to have out of those three films. Yeah, but 
speaking of the melodrama bit the, the amount of scenery that sharuk chose uh, in that movie by the third or fourth time where he's crying and saying something to preeti and part of you is just like this die already dude like end my misery <laughs> the last half an hour i think the fun part, the, the humor part of it is also kind of it's dispensed with it's just yeah it's a sad love story for lack of a better term yeah it's quite like it goes and like after mahive it's one like it's one straight elevator down to sadness <laughs> actually in mahive mahive he suffers a heart attack sorry guys mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a 20 year old film like <laughs> uh, but then yeah then his career kind of meandered i think to conclude possibly like his last most acceptable hit was this he had om shanti om in 2007 which i personally love uh, it, it is a remake of kars but ever since i don't quite recall a sharukh khan film i've really enjoyed since om shanti om i mean om shanti om was probably the most self referential uh, film he's been in in a very long time i liked fan that came out in 2016 it was his version of face off he took major chances with that film he also did like his own version of scarface and rais which is an enjoyable film there's not much there's not like he like he keeps it uh he, he caters to like the indian audience because the indian audience is is vast mm. and 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 myriad right so there hasn't been like as as much as he's been around in the public consciousness for so long i don't think he he will have that era of dominance like he did maybe it's time i don't think so maybe it's it's time he picks his films like when he takes a little more uh, like slightly older roles because i'm i'm kind of fed up of having to see like see bollywood shoehorn people uh, act uh, actors who with actresses who are 30 40 years younger than them pick films that don't focus so heavily on on the love aspect maybe pick one with actresses who are slightly older like who we can understand if there's uh, there's a there's a dynamic if there's a dynamic that exists this is this is just like it's it's like try yeah. forcing an issue that nobody's having fun with So I think that being said, uh, we'll quickly conclude on out of the f- four films we like the the era we've discussed. Favorite Shah Rukh Khan performance, favorite Shah Rukh Khan movie. They don't have to be uh, the same. Favorite Shah Rukh Khan performance, I'd say Yes Boss. Yeah. Uh, again, in that period for me, mm. most likable role, fun, all of that. Favorite Shah Rukh Khan movie. It's very close, but narrowly edging out. I would say Badshah because just because the movie is just. just so fun from start to finish you're just laughing and yeah i think pretty much that favorite role yes boss favorite movie bacha i actually i i can't argue with that yes boss is one of my favorite shahrukh khan movies ever and also one of my favorite shahrukh khan performances uh maybe i'll pick them both uh, actor performance and and film uh both about uh, yes boss i just mm. i feel he's at his most likable and generally like it's, he plays a character that can that you can really root for maybe my apartment yeah. bias bias is showing here but i i feel that's the, the that is possibly the most connected i've been with uh, his character in in those in those couple of years now i think the more important question is um, our in the in those set of movies which one is the most human centipede of love relationships <laughs> <laughs> I think I can't. I can't look at Dilto Pagal the same never again. <laughs> God. Like while I was describing the plot, the the phrase came in my mind, and I was like, 
you know what that i'm i'm going to say it myself that's genius <laughs> it's like oh by the way i really i have to talk about this so how i met your mother ran for nine seasons and is basically kuch kuch hota hai if you think about it it is <laughs> i can see rohit's mind as we're doing this on zoom and rohit's mind just blue what the fuck <laughs> just think yeah, about dude. it no but then uh here rahul and anjali have dated and it didn't work out eventually he comes back to her yeah but ultimately he comes back to her because the mom <laughs> dies and the kids tell him uh, and the kids tell him you you've always loved aunt robin <laughs> you should go back to aunt robin yeah dude also here the salman khan is very slutty yes in bunny <laughs> yeah he plays a real life so salman khan is playing the real one so with salman no it's it's neil patrick harris playing salman khan basically <laughs> yeah so the two key takeaways from this episode for you guys one is that dilto pagal is the human centipede of love relationships and uh, bani stinson is slutty salman so <laughs> no, bani stinson stinson is salman khan there's no such thing as slutty salman that's just <laughs> that's like it's just <laughs> yeah i think that that's a good note to end the episode on what a way to end the episode zindagi ki sabse badi hockey khel gaya सुनो जियो खुश रहो मुस्कुराओ क्या कल हो रहा हूं सब रिश्तों के एहसास की Happy ending